the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. What's good, everyone? It's your boy Bam here with Araceli. Unfortunately, there's no Joseph or Tony tonight. They're off doing important stuff, getting ready for the match day this weekend when LAFC is back home at BMO Stadium. Yes, I didn't say bank. I said BMO Stadium because that's where we belong. That's where we are. Araceli, start off with you. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm just ready for LAFC to finally play a game. Hey, I understand that Mother Nature had other plans this past weekend, but there's really no better way to kick off the season than being back at home. That, that is true. That is true. And that's why we are calling this episode Run It Back. So we are going to run it back this year. We're running it back at home at BMO. I'm going to go for the trophy again. Now, as you said, we were supposed to play away you know, in Pasadena last week at the Rose Bowl. But unfortunately, LA being not LA and having cold, miserable, raining, snow, and all that kind of stuff, the game got postponed until mid-July, which I believe, actually, no, early July. It's going to be July 4th for you guys, which is going to be an interesting way to bring in Independence Day over there. You're going to head out for that game, Araceli? I mean, if I'm able to, because unfortunately in July is also the MLS All-Star game. So if I'm able to swing it with the schedule, hopefully I can be out there for it. Oh, definitely, definitely. It, it's going to be fun out there. And looking forward to the podcast before that game, because that's going to be a massive podcast for sure. Now, everyone else had their kickoff for over it and we got to see what apple tv was with the mls season pass was going to be like now for me personally i actually quite enjoyed it you know i ended up getting i took the sunday off i'm like i'm not going to work the first game of the season i'm going to try and watch the game and all that game gets postponed so i'm like okay cool let's see what apple tv's got so i spent a lot of the day just watching apple tv watching the mls season pass and i have to say there are some things that i didn't like but these are things that over the course of the years will improve and will get a lot better. But overall, I'm going to say it was a solid effort by them. You know, the MLS 360, there's some teething issues and all that, that we're talking back off stage that we weren't quite a fan of, but it was good to see them actually talking about the games and getting all involved and seeing highlights for all games going on at the same time. Um, I kept flicking between that and other games and all that kind of stuff. I personally would have liked to be able to have it so you could split screen it. So have four games going at once. So you can watch the four games that you want to see. Um, but yeah, for me, it was quite good. I've gone back. I've rewatched the Portland game. So that's we'll talk about later on in the episode about how Portland is, what happened in the last game, and looking forward to our game coming up. What were you, Araceli? What did you think of it all? No, I mean, I definitely agree with you. I Personally, I did enjoy Watching it this past weekend, the production quality was definitely there. My only qualm, if any, was that during the some matches, the stream did freeze for a little bit. So I didn't know if that was a production issue or I just had bad Wi-Fi for that five minutes. But either way, I definitely do agree with you in the sense that I wish that they do have um, an option for split screen so you can watch multiple games at once or watch MLS 360 while you're watching the match itself. Cause 360, the show itself was very entertaining. Um, I have no real disagreement with it. 
my only thing, if any, again, you know, going back to the split screen, just kind of having that option to watch the match while you're watching them commentate on it rather than trying to try to focus on something, if that makes sense. Whereas yeah. in the background, you know, they had the games going on, but they were kind of just kind of going way too back and forth. So it was a little hard to follow at times, but otherwise, as you said, I mean, this is only the first weekend. Let them get the bugs out now and moving on throughout the season. Hopefully we see improvements. Oh, hundred percent. Like the other thing that I didn't enjoy about too, was when I was flicking between games myself, they had the scores on there too. So if I really want to hold off to watching a game, say I didn't want to watch a Portland game live because I was going to sit down and watch it from the get-go. Even when I rewatched it, the score was already sitting there. Having the ability to hide that score so you're not getting spoiled and all that kind of stuff would be amazing. But that's a couple of things. As I said, a couple of teething issues that maybe that they can iron out over the next couple of weeks, end of the year, all that kind of stuff. They'll be definitely getting a lot of feedback from us. I expect the MLS to put out a um, a survey halfway through the season, end of the season, clubs and all that kind of stuff, saying, what can we do better? What did you like? What didn't you like? All that kind of stuff. So... I expect for it to happen. Um, but yeah, for me, the production value is there. Seeing it all, seeing the um, post game stuff, all that kind of stuff is good. Already seeing that clubs have the previews for who they're playing next put up on Apple TV too. Like I've, re- I've watched the Portland preview LFC, LFC preview Portland, all that kind of stuff. So that I do like the fact that they're putting a lot more onus on the clubs to make sure that they're doing something that they should be doing, which I find great. Oh, no, definitely. And I mean, if you're just looking at even at the club profile by itself, there's already so much great content on there. Um, Cause I know even before the season started, when, b- before I even got the pass itself, there was so much free content to begin with that you were able to kind of get an idea of what to expect this coming season. So just getting a chance to learn about other clubs, the traditions, even the cities themselves is a great uh, benefit to it as well. Oh, d- definitely. Like, especially with all of my friends over here in Australia, where I've told them, Hey, go check this out. You know, the rituals, documentaries, all that kind of stuff. I said, go have a look at them. They are actually some fairly decent stuff on there. There are some that you sit there and go, how's that a ritual? That should just be that. But you know, we all can't be as good as LAFC in that in that aspect, you know. Um, also, I like the fact that if you go to uh, the, the schedule on the MLS website, it tells you which games are free this weekend. So there's about half a dozen games that are free, and the rest obviously are behind the subscription paywall, which is good. I, I enjoy that, the fact that they're already telling you this is a free game, this isn't a free game. So we're lucky enough that our game is a free game coming up this weekend so that should be fun to watch oh absolutely and another thing that i have noticed on the schedule as well is not only do um do they lay out of which games will be free on apple tv but like for our upcoming game as a good example not only will it be on apple tv but it will be on fox yes we still have games on cable <laughs> or on tv i should say so even for those who may not have access to apple tv just yet at least there's some kind of options for a little bit. Yeah, exactly, which I enjoy, the fact that they're not just going straight cut at the cord, not going to have it available for 
the general public to go to the pub to watch all that kind of stuff, which they kind of make it look like an easy transition in a way. Yeah, yeah. Having hey, we're in excuse me, give you a couple of games, but majority of the games will be over here. So watch that if you want. But if you really want to watch some more, you gotta come over here, which mm-hmm. is a good way to do it. Um, with all that going on as well, we'll move on to the next bit, Araceli. Anything coming out from MLS, MLS next at all? Not much yet in terms of like an LEFC2 roster, but I can say some big news is coming up. But unfortunately, I can only leave it at that. <laughs> if I want to oh, keep my job, on. that's all I can say. So, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> we sit here and pod and pro, and unfortunately, Araceli is really tight lip sealed, so she won't give us anything. But, you know, what, what I'm really waiting for, besides more LAFC news about who we're signing and all that, is when is the fixture coming out? That's the big question mm-hmm. that everyone's waiting for is when is the fixture? That way we can at least go, okay, our first game's this date. We've got to get everything done by that date. So hopefully more of that will be coming out soon. Um, we'll go into the club and community news to begin with. You know, we'll leave directions for a little bit because – it is only 10 minutes since this episode. We are flying at the moment. But some things coming up, obviously, with this game coming up, there are some other news that's happening at the moment. Um, we'll start off with the club news coming out that LFC has actually loaned a player out to the Phoenix Rising. Uh, defender Mohamed Torre, who was at Lights last year, he's come over back to us. We've actually loaned him out to um, Phoenix Rising for this whole year coming up which to me is a bit strange. The moment I saw that, I was like, wait, learning out a player, yeah, but when you've got a second team coming up, wouldn't you want to learn them to them? Isn't it right, Araceli? I mean, learning out a player isn't anything new, but I agree with you in the sense that given that we are expecting LEFC 2 in the next couple of weeks and just looking at the LEFC schedule alone starting next week, we practically have five, six matches almost back to back. So it, it kind of makes you wonder what, what is the plan? I know JT hinted that they are looking at possible uh, signings in the future while the transfer window is still open. So maybe it's linked to that in a way, but again, with everything coming up so quickly, is this the right move for the club? Personally, I don't think so, but in JT, we trust, I guess. Exactly. In JT, we trust. And as you said, we've got, five games coming up in the space of two weeks. So, for example, we've got Saturday, we're at at home to Portland. Then we go back to Thursday. We've got our first CCL game away to Costa Rica. Then we come back and play New England. Then we play CCL again. And then we go away to Seattle all on between now and the 18th. So, you know, we've got a lot of games coming up very quickly. And it's going to be a huge test on our depth. That's the big thing. So for me, I really want to know, JT, what's happening in the in the background. You know, well, when when's the next hat box going to drop? We've got the um, the international international space there that we brought. So when's that hat box going to drop? I don't know. It could drop in the next half hour, for all we know. This club is always filled with surprises. That is true. That is true. Um, we'll get into some of the reactions here, what's going on there at the moment. Um, let's have a look. We've got It's Ghibli in the room with Run It Back. Exactly. We're going to run it back. Comes back in with We're Ready. 
we are too. Like we we're ready last weekend to black out the Rose Bowl, but unfortunately they decided to white it out with snow instead of the Carson fans. So we'll go with that. The weather from what I've been seeing is not typical LA weather. That's for sure. It's been raining. It's snowing at Disneyland of all places. I've never heard of snowing at Disneyland in Anaheim, but I'll definitely happily take that one day when I'm over there. Uh, Jose Bernal in there. Let's go. Got Burke in the house. Let's try this again. Two more sleeps. Exactly. Two more sleeps and we can get there. Uh, we need this since last week. Exactly. We definitely need this. Uh, Jose Bernal broke his TV. What were you doing to break your TV? And you have not seen MLS 360 or any games on Apple TV. Luckily, we're at home this week, so you can just head out to the game. Um, but yeah, for what I like, Apple TV has done well so far. They've done everything right. They've kept it all going. And for me, it's going to be something really interesting um where are we can't wait for this saturday no one can for me it's going to be sunday it's an 8 30 a.m kickoff for me on sunday so be able to get up watch the game then head to work i don't start to midday but that should be fine um jesse fist bumps let's go can't wait to work out the voice yes and definitely remember before the game save your voices don't go too hard before the game because you don't want to be halfway through the <laughs> Halfway through the first half and having your voice break and sound like a teenage boy because that's not that good over here. I've done that before. I've done it multiple times. It's never that great. Dave Gomez in the building. It's almost game day. And need to find himself a Morocco brew for this match. It's going to be a busy day today and tomorrow. Yes, and remember, some of the other community news that have been coming out that we can get into, um, 3052 memberships are live they're up for set for sale so jump on over make sure you definitely definitely sign up to that you know for all that kind of stuff we get it helps with all the um all the tifos all that kind of painting it, that's what the money goes towards you know all that kind of stuff isn't free we don't take money from the club for that kind of stuff it's all done by the sales of the 3052 memberships so when you sign up to that Click which group you're part of, whether you're Black Army, Crew, Expo Originals, um, D9U. Oh, who else is there? Uh, Empire Boys, Luckies. You know, there's a lot of them in there. So The Expos. Yeah, Expo Originals. Cuervos. Cuervos. How could I forget about Cuervos? There's that many in there. Like, you definitely have to put down which group you're a part of you know those groups have to keep the numbers up to keep their selves in the 3252 as well so even even if you don't sit in there but you always hang out with say Quervos, always hang out with the expos always hang out with the luckies put them down as your group you affiliate with that way they know that we're still keeping numbers in there and the money all goes to making this amazing tifos like that tifo at the final last year was just brilliant I'm looking forward to seeing what they do this weekend, which is why Joseph and Tony aren't here. They're all getting that all already, all situated, you know, make sure that's going to be looking good and fire for this weekend. That's definitely for sure. Oh, the Tiffos look absolutely amazing last season. I'm very excited to see 
what is going to be shown on Saturday and this, this season alone. And also, too, I want to point out on the memberships, too, just so everyone is aware, there are two levels of memberships. There's one for $35 and there's one for $55. So highly recommend that you go check it out, see which one um, fits best with you and your price range. I can tell you the $55 comes with a bucket hat as long as well as like a scarf and a pin. It There are people who like to collect. So I just thought I'd mention it. And also, too, it does give options for just members, uh, member contributions. So as Bam said, I mean, everything helps the group, especially. It goes to TIFOs and um, all sorts of other things, which is amazing. And I'm even glad to say that I put down the Black Army. After six years, I finally am part of an organization. Yes, Bam, I'm with you, uh, Joseph and Tony now. I, I don't know if I'm regretting that decision or not just yet, but <laughs> I, I'm very happy to be part of it. There's there's no regrets. No regrets. Even if you didn't come with us, you know, you may not be on here as much as you were, but you would definitely would be still be on here. <laughs> but no, like as as you said, like there are two different memberships this year. You got the $35 one. The scarf looks quite nice. You know, it's a black on one side, gold on the other. With a faded 3052 through it, it looks amazing. The bucket hat and the pin option, I'll be going for that one too. You know, getting that for me, especially not being able to go to games and that kind of stuff, being able to help contribute to the 3052, all that kind of stuff is, is what, what I like. The fact that I know I'm not giving, giving money just so it's not used at all, it's getting used for amazing stuff, helping the community, all that kind of stuff. So definitely. If you haven't been a part of it before, highly recommend you know getting it in there so that way um, you get everything and helps helps that thirty fifty two with doing all the stuff. You know, we all put in our time, we all put in our effort, like make sure that the TIFO gets traced, painted, moves on time, all that everyone does at the free of charge at the care of the heart. But ha- getting the materials to make all that. That is where the money goes to. And that's an important thing. Um, also, for this weekend coming up, there is actually no tailgating in Christmas Tree Lane. Christmas Tree Lane is closed off this weekend. So for those that are wanting to tailgate, there is an area that they have put down as a tailgate. I'm not sure exactly where. I've got to confirm that. But I, I hear it's going to be around the South Coliseum Drive area. I'm not 100% sure where. But Christmas Tree Lane is blocked off. So even LFC won't have anything on there because the rain last week tore that all up. So they're trying to preserve as much as possible. So Christmas Tree Lane will be closed for the tailgating this weekend. So there's none of that. Other community news I want to get on to is our good friends over at Defenders of the Bank. They're running a competition at the moment. And because of that competition, they've actually had some people create fake accounts and trying to hook people on to say, hey, you won, give us your details, blah, blah, All those accounts are 100% fake. There's only one Defenders of the Bank Twitter account. If in doubt, hit up Philly or Scarf, their personal accounts, and they will direct you to it. Um, the only Defenders of the Bank one, it doesn't have double efforts, doesn't have double Ts, double Os, nothing like that. It's just pure Defenders of the Bank 
D-E-F-E-N-D-E-R-S-O-F-T-H-E-B-A-N-C. All one word, Defenders of the Bank. It's the only one that they have. Do not, if you see any other ones of them trying to be them, please report them. Make sure that, you know, there's no one in there that's going to be um, trying to catfish you, all that kind of stuff. Because that's one thing we want definitely want to close out, especially not just the LFC community, but the pod fam as well. We would help each other out in there and make sure that none of that happens at all. Now, anything else at Araceli? No, nothing else. Just besides, I hate scammers. And unfortunately, they do ruin it for a lot of people. So, oh, well. I hope people are able to get in contact with Philly and Scarf if needed. Definitely. And I know that they would do the same thing for us. That's why I'm definitely calling out at the moment. You know, all this kind of stuff, people just trying to take advantage of some good people trying to do some something good for fans and all that kind of stuff. It's just not on. If you're one of the people that are doing it, why? That's just plain simple. Like, why would you do something like that? It's nothing but hurtful for people to try and do good for the community and all that kind of stuff. Uh, let's see what else we got to talk about. We got false start done, opening day done, that kind of stuff. We've done some reactions. We'll get back to the reactions a bit later on. Clubbing community news. We talked about defender Muhammad Torre going to Phoenix Rising, 3050 memberships, Christmas tree lanes closed, uh, defenders faking out. I think it's time we get onto the black and gold vinyl club minute. What do you think, Araceli? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm now, very excited for this one. <laughs> I was talking to Araceli a bit before going, you know, what should we do for this week's, you know, there's not really many songs to do with um, running it back and all that kind of stuff. And literally as we finished that conversation, LFC on YouTube dropped the remix of do it for LA. So for this week, we're doing the remix version of Do It For LA. You know, you got um, Be Real, DJ Flicked, Kidding, and now D Smoke on there too. So, you know, if you haven't heard it before, go listen to the original, then listen to this one and just go off on it. It is an amazing done. You got Be Real sitting, singing in Spanish on this version. So it's an amazing, amazing one already. If you haven't seen it, it is over on the YouTube site. Um, I'll get it all up now and I'll post it in the chat for everyone because it is an amazing, amazing version. What do you think of this version, Araceli? Oh, I absolutely love it because literally it even caught us by surprise. It had dropped just two minutes after we were trying to figure out what song to use and both of us were listening at the, listening to it at the same time. So highly recommend everyone go check it out. It, it really is great. Definitely, you know, I've put a link to it in the in the chat. So after the episode, go listen to it, pump it up. You know, we've got two days before we play, so we'll just keep that song pumping, have it all going, and then you know we'll be pumped and ready for the game this weekend. That's for sure. Excuse me for that. Now, let's get onto what everyone's here waiting for. You know, the preview of the Ball and Timbers game. Now, Portland did play last weekend. They end up having a 1-0 win over your home team, SKC. 
Was that one of the games you watched over the weekend? It definitely was one of the games I watched. It, it What's interesting is that it was very similar in the sense of LAFC that it was postponed because of inclement weather. So it was moved from Saturday to Monday. So we had Monday night football in a way. But yes, unfortunately, uh, Sporting did fall to Portland 1-0. To their credit, they did have some solid chances. But hey, we're here to talk about LAFC, not my hometown. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like. I, I I was at work when the game was live, but I rewatched it. I rewatched it again today. Get some notes down there. Portland were lucky. Plain and simple. I'm gonna put it out there. Portland were lucky. They had a lot of players. They've got a lot of players that are out injured at the moment, and unfortunately, they've got another player being injured. And by unfortunate, I mean it's gonna be lucky for us. Um, during the game, the highlights that I broke down for the one 0 over SKC was Portland scored in the six minute goals thanks to. Uh, Mosqueda goal, which is their right back. He was up there. He got a goal. Him and Yimichara had that great connection going. Um, in the 29th minute, Yimichara was in a foot race with Sweat. Yimichara for, for a long ball over the over the um, defense of SKC. Sweat gets the ball away, but Yimichara pulls up a bit lame, has done his right hamstring, so he's out for a couple of weeks. So that's one player that they've added to the out list. Going through the key stats for the game between S- Portland and SKC. Portland had more possession at 40... Oh, sorry. Portland possession was 42.7. SKC had 57.3. So more possession. Shots, um, 7 to 12. SKC had more shots. Both only had four on target. This where it gets interesting. Crosses. Portland had five crosses. SKC had 30. They were bombing it, the ball into the from the sides to try and get goals. Nothing came from it. Corners, Portland had three. SKC had 11. Uh, fouls, Portland 12. SKC 9 with three yellows. Portland 1 2 SKC. Now, with all that being said, team total XG, Portland had a 0.5 XG and SKC had a 1.1, which means Portland should have scored more goals. Plain and simple. They had the better attack. They were doing a lot more crossings in. They just couldn't find the back of the net. That being said, though, uh, Bingham did have a great game. Pulaski had a great game for SKC. You know, the first save in the, I think it was the fourth minute, the double save was just an amazing double save that denied Portland a great chance. But Bingham was the one that kept Portland into the game. So our, our biggest thing is how are we going to get the ball past Bingham? We've got to be on target. That's the big thing, you know. SKC had seven, had twelve shots, only four on target. We need to try and keep, keep peppering the goals. That's the big thing I find. Um, what do you, th- what do you think, Araceli? No, I mean in terms of looking at even LEFC's roster going up against Portland this coming game, I, I do agree with you that it's going to be one of the question marks is how is LEC's attack going to be able to get through Bingham, if even at all? But again, you know, I have to go back to even last week on the show when we were previewing um, LEFC and the Galaxy, still kind of the same for me. There's a lot of question marks on a lot of players. Um, the only advantage of Portland, if, if they have one, is that they've already played. So they have kind of a sense of the roster, even with the multiple injuries, whereas 
LAFC hasn't really been in a, a real competition. Yes, I'm not calling preseason that, but <laughs> in terms of the season itself, it, it there's definitely going to be a lot of um, not only question marks, but just I, I do see Portland trying to keep that pressure. Oh, definitely, 100%. <clears throat> Excuse me. And going by that, too, at the moment, LFC has listed no one as injured, no one as questionable. Obviously, we're, we're not going to have um, Max because we're red cards. That goes into this game. He's out for that. We have Portland. Before before this last game of theirs, they had Mora, Blanco, Alaya, Asperilla, um, Bravo, all out. So having all those players out is what's hurt them. Like they had um, Mosqueda as questionable. He ended up playing, so obviously he's fit and all that. Bravo was one of the ones that are questionable. So whether he comes back and plays this game will be interesting. Um, but yeah, they're going to be missing Chara, Asperilla, Alaya, Blanco, and Mora for this game, definitely. So for me, going by their last game where they started with Bingham in the back, Musket, Zubica, McGraw, and Rasmus in defense. Diego Chara, Williams in the back midfield. Uh, Yumi Chara, Iveta, and Laura up top midfield. And Nesgoda up the very top as a striker. For me, I expect them to put it the same one. Obviously, with Yumi Chara not being out of play, they end up setting Moreno as a sub for him in the 33rd minute. So I expect Moreno to start that. Would that be about the same for you? Yeah, it'd be about the same for me. I wouldn't be surprised if Severi does a bit uh, roster rotation, given that Yimmy will be out. But I-, I do agree with that prediction. Yeah. You also had a couple of other subs during the game. You had Fogacha on for Nesgoda, uh, Paredes and Guterres on for Williamson and Loria. So for me, I, exp- I can kind of see... Gutierrez may be starting, but it's going to have to be a he's put up lane from training for that to happen. So for me, I expect him to send the same lineup with just a change of Yimichara off due to injury with Mourinho in for him. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how we line up because obviously we haven't had the game experience of actually playing a competitive game. We've got players that have been injured, all that kind of stuff. So for me, it's going to be McCarthy in goal. I think we can both agree on that. McCarthy will start in the goal because that's who our starting should be. Until Max gets back healthy or McCarthy has a horrendous game, I don't see anyone taking his spot in goals. What about you? No, I have no doubt that McCarthy is going to be in goal because even last week, Dolo had said verbatim that McCarthy was going to be in goal for the Rose Bowl, but obviously, you know, that got postponed. So I I do see him still going with the same roster, whichever he's thinking of for this upcoming match. Same, same. So Mm -hmm. for at defense, obviously, I'm thinking I'm going to have Plasso at left, Hollingshead at right. I think we both agree on that. Um, Do we start Long or Chiellini with Murillo in the the mid in the center defense? I would kind of like to see Chiellini get the start. I I, I can see Chiellini starting, but also I can understand if he 
keeps him on the bench and puts Long in there. But for me, I, I want to see Chiellini and Rilo start in the center, uh, center defense. In the midfield, you know, I think it's a, a given. Acosta, Sifu, and Ilya, that's going to be the midfield. Um, I'd be surprised if Ilya doesn't start. If he doesn't, Acosta would drop back to the defensive mid and probably Tillman start. But for me, it's Acosta, Sifu, and Ilya starting there. Now, up top is where it's going to get interesting. Obviously, Vela will start. Bulonga will start. Will a Poku start? For me, it's got to be a Poku. You know, those three had the best chemistry together. It is a big game. But with another big game coming up next week, do you, is that what you start with? For me, you have to. It's got to be Wonga, Apoku, and Vela. Same for you? Oh, it's absolutely the same for me. As you pointed out there, the chemistry between uh, Vela and Mahala is undeniable, especially with Bawanga in the mix. It's going to make an absolute power force in the front. And something I should have clarified with uh, my choice on starting Kalini more of the same you know you already have that established partnership in the back i do see long having a chance whether if he's being subbed in or not because i mean it's aaron long you you got to have him make his club debut at some point yeah a hundred percent he's got to make it at some point but do you have it so it's just he starts first game of the season or do you have it so he comes off the bench first game of the season so he, he can try and get that chemistry going especially if we're up two nil three nil type type thing same with like maybe bringing um, Buke or Palencia, even Tillman. Like, at at what stage do you get them in there so they can get that real game time connection going between the players? So for me, I can see them those play the new players subbing on, but not starting on. Especially if we're up three 0 at halftime, which, going by the way that Portland played last game, could be a very very realistic thing happening because Portland did not play a good game. They had a great first six minutes, then it died off for a bit, had some great moments later on. But to me, they were just a fairly poor team, which for Portland isn't a normal Portland thing. They normally are great, especially at home. No, absolutely. And I mean, when it comes to Portland, like most clubs, they have a long storied history um, in this league and kind of seeing how they performed last weekend, it, it wasn't really Portland that was on that field. I hate to say it, but it's like how I've said in the past when any other team, even though they have uh, a growing injury list, you cannot underestimate them. You, you just can't. So again, when it comes to the roster and who we want to start and who we want to sub on, I say start Vela, start Mahala, start Kilini. Have that chemistry that we're that they're already kind of used to. I hate to word it as that, but do you want to risk putting on Long and Buick in the at least in the first match? Uh, yes, I do. I do like to see them play at some point, but at least kick it off on a good note. Is what I'm trying to say in a very long-winded way. Exactly, especially with um, what we're going to in a few minutes is what's happening before the game too, or well, most games that now. Araceli, what's happening on game day for LAFC? Oh, on game day, it's very special, especially if you're going to the match itself. Highly recommend you be in your seat by 1 p.m. Pacific time because not only 
is it the home opener, but it's also going to be the championship ring presentation and the banner. It's going to be an amazing event. I'm truly jealous of anyone going. (laughs) So am I. Like, to to be fair, like, some of the things that the the clubs put out for this game is the parking will be opening at 10 a.m. So me personally, definitely try and get there before 10 a.m., you know, so you're in line so you can get a park and all that kind of stuff. Um, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., the fields is going to be back open. They're opening up the fields for a little pre-match party. So if you're not going to go to the tailgate, there'll be a pre-match party in there. Um, so getting there, obviously there might be some drinks, some other food going on in there. But for a pre-match party to open up the season, opening up the fields is a great idea. The gates for the for the stadium open at 12. Now you're probably thinking they're going, what am I going to do from 12 to 1 inside the stadium? You know? One o'clock, the banners and ring ceremony, but case I'm at 12. What am I going to do? Well, the club's decided to do something from midday to one o'clock. Food and drink is going to be half price, 50% off food and drink. So if there's a, some food in there that you want to try that you're like, oh, I can't justify the spending the money for it because I don't know if I like it, now it's the perfect time to do it. You know, there's going to be all the food, all the drink. I'm pretty sure it's going to be half price. There might be some exceptions, but there's a lot more new. Um, do you want to find it again? There's going to be some more new food in the area too. So give me one quick moment. I'll bring it up. because I did see it before. I already have it up if you want me to read it off. I'll read it all off. <laughs> so the new food and beverage options, we got King's Hawaiian Stand, which is formerly a uh, soul sausage. They'll have a hulu hulu, I think I'm pronouncing this correctly, a fried chicken sandwich, a pulled pork sandwich. You got Sweet Kicks, which is adjacent to King's Hawaiian, that will have soft serve ice cream with toppings and fresh churros. The coffee cart is back. They will be in section 129. And new to the stadium is the LA Rotisserie, the East Los Eats, and the SRO West will definitely post all of this on Twitter so you guys can go salivate over there before we get too hungry. But otherwise, I mean, it's going to be a great time. Not only are you going to have the championship presentation, but as Bam mentioned, the fields are is finally back. They are back after three years. Yes, I'm aware it's only a pop-up event, but just to have some fans experience it for the first time, that I've seen, you know, over on Twitter, the excitement over it, it it truly is great. And I've already said it. I'll say it again. I'm jealous. I'm sorry, but I am jealous. <laughs> we, we, we all are. Also, what's, what's happening too is at LFC HQ, they'll have um, replicas of the rings, the ring boxes, pendants, display cases for the rings that the players are going to be presented with. Um, if, you, if you're like me, you can't go to the game. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm going to interrupt it, everything here. Hey, guys. Who's this... hey, everybody. <laughs> What's up, boys? How's everything going? Everything's looking pretty in the stadium. We're ready to go. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day this weekend. It's uh, Looking forward yeah. to it. Putting, it, putting in some extra work for the sake of the 3252 LAFC. It's it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to look beautiful. Can't give you guys any insider information, though. 
And here I was about to ask if you're able to give us any sneak peeks or any insider tips. <laughs> Not a chance. The field I, is green. I can tell you it's LAFC-related. I would hope it's green after all the rain you got. There might be black. There might be gold. There might even be wings. There might be That's a bird there. You're gonna get. Yeah, <laughs> that's too much. It, it, there it be is a trophy, a... maybe. What? Will there be a trophy? I couldn't tell you if there was or wasn't. Uh, I can tell you there's a pulley. Yep, I can tell yep. you the big, big trophy that you can take a picture like you always do. Oh, there's a giant one in the corner you can always take pictures with. I, I can tell there's you there's, mm-hmm, there's a lot of beautiful things, a lot of movement going on over here. Get there early. Uh, if you don't show up early, you are really going to miss out. Like, be here early. Not only, like, the food options are going to be cool, but the celebration is going to be on another level. Really, it's it's going to be euphoric once again, so don't miss out. That's good. Why I got you boys here as well, what are your thoughts on how MLS season pass did opening day last weekend? I would give it a, I'd say B. The coverage of each game was good. Uh, I didn't like the fact that the score was reading off before you actually jumped in there, though. They should have kept that off and just mentioned the match. Uh, the only thing that I found super awkward was the MLS whip around show. It's you know we're staring at people's backs. They kind of give me a uh, mystery science theater uh, vibe as watching the back of people's heads watching a soccer game. So that was a little awkward to me. I would rather seen it like a pub vibe or sitting there like looking at us while they talk as they watch the game. And yes, the game plays behind them. But yeah, that was the only thing that was awkward to me. Otherwise, hey, it's like really high quality. And and we're lucky because of that. The only other one I can say is the commercials in the mid game. Yeah, I think that's learning pain though. Yeah, like, they'll, like, they'll learn their way. I mean, I know it's a 360 show, right? It's a whip around. There's going to be advertising. They just need to find smarter ways of doing it. Maybe a picture in picture while the games are playing. So one screen is one, and the one is the actual game, so you don't miss those moments. But let's be honest, Apple, t- this this deal and what's going on, it's such a short like setup for them that it's all going to be trial and error in the first few weeks. Yeah, Exactly. That's pretty much what we came up with going. There are some little things like for me personally, being able to have it so you could multi-screen, have four games going at once. So you could keep an eye on which four games you really want to watch would be perfect. The whip around show was good. Obviously some teething areas, you know, seeing backs of heads, all that kind of stuff. Isn't that great? But overall, I think it was a solid B for the first ever time. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, the, Again, happy it's there. I actually like it, uh, but I know it'll get better, and, and that's why the budget is there and the quality is there, so it'll be good. It'll be good. Now I got to ask you guys, while we have you real quick, something that we were going over on the pregame celebration is that the fields are finally back open. What have you guys heard about it? Are you excited to see it again? Even though it's only a pop-up, like it, just to have it back is exciting. Uh-huh. I won't see it. He won't see it. As soon as we're here, we're as soon as that opens, we have to go inside. So, yeah, I'll be working. I'll be working inside. Uh, but I will say this: be, knowing, knowing the mindset of our supporters, knowing the community that's been built, a lot of hugs will happen in there this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good feelings. It's it's a secure place, and we needed something like that that's outside of the elements. You know, not dealing with it. Where people can go get a snack and i think it's great i think it'll drive traffic also back to the store mm-hmm. um ultimately it's a it's a big win um 
once we get something upstairs, right, a bar, I think it's going to be that much better. But it's a good start. I'm happy that they're doing this. I'm kind of more excited about the King's Hawaiian and what they're going to throw out there. That's a little different. It, it is. It is. Like seeing like they got like fried chicken sandwiches, pulled pork sandwiches and all that. It's, it sounds going to be really good. Now, the other big question I want to ask you guys is, have you seen the rings? The wings? The rings. Wings. The rings. rings. I have not seen the rings. So I have. I, I, I am. We already know the color. You can see that. Um, but the actual look itself, it's been pretty quiet on that front. Uh, one last question. <laughs> he wants to say something right back. Maybe he. Maybe he <laughs> well, I'm not sure how long we have you guys for, but what what are what is going on with the tailgate? We heard that Christmas. Tree Lane is closed. So it is going to be open. Um, they're going to open up the front lawn. Um, so the front lawn over there, if you can see where I'm pointing, is going to be open. So you can still tailgate there. Um, Christmas Tree Lane is closed because of all the rain. It's demolished. But they're going to open the front lawn in front of the Coliseum to tailgate. So you can still set up tailgate. It's not going to be the biggest one. Um, the only information I have, if you're going to tailgate, make sure you don't block the street. Yeah, the street will still, the exits and entry on the sides will still have traffic. The area between the stadium and that grass, from what we understood, that's not going to have any traffic flow. So you just need to be respectful and stay off of the streets, and then we're fine. Yes, it'll be a little bit tight, but also you're going to be really close to the fields. Yeah. Like, really close to the fields. It's not far from one place to the next. Um, and those were, you know, throughout the conspiracy theories about, about Christmas Tree Lane. It's wrecked, guys. It is in bad shape. Um, I guess there was a festival that was done on it while the field was wet, while it was all jacked up. And so that just tore it up even further. So, yeah, it's just not a safe place to put people. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm not in the mood of wearing boots and getting all jacked up before we're going to get into a game. I think we're, we're better off where we're at now. 100%, 100%. Especially with the fields being able to use that as well. Being able to do that. You might be able to... Go tailgate a little bit, cross over, check out the fields, cross back. You know, it doesn't seem like it's going to be that far of a distance. So having that whole party atmosphere in that area, I think, would be great to have. Yeah. Um, so when are you flying out to Costa Rica? Is it straight after the match or? Oh, yeah. So timing of timing. And, and honestly, we didn't know when we bought our tickets, there was no schedule. So it was a gamble as to when we were leaving. For me, I'm leaving Saturday red-eye. So basically, watch the match, head home, get my bags, head down to TJ. Uh, I'm flying out of TJ because we saved a lot of money going that way. And uh, it'll be a red-eye to Cancun, lay over there, and then into San Jose. So that that's basically what I'm going to be doing. And I don't come back uh, until the night before the game against New England. So I'm maxing out as best I can. And again... When we did this, there was no schedule, so it's just dumb luck that I ended up getting the getting the opportunity to be to all these games, as well as being close to Rico. That's definitely. But like with that being said, though, we are going to be trying to do a podcast for you guys while Joseph's in Costa Rica. We have a plane behind you guys. We have a visitor. We have a visitor right now. We haven't been lit up yet. Lit up yet, but uh, yeah, I'm feeling that we might in a few minutes, which would be kind of fun. Um, yeah. Hey, we need better lighting anyway. So. Yeah, a couple of degenerates outside the stadium. Yeah, light them up. Make sure they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn conspiracy. 
I, th- I think it might be the, the Portland fans trying to see a TFO before the weekend. Ooh, we'll talk about that next time. What, what, what did he say? What, I didn't hear you. There it might be uh, some... We'll, we'll talk about that on next pod. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up. So, yeah, de- definitely, guys. I'm, I'm not sure I can do this jump on from Costa Rica, but you never know. Um, I'll be inbound after, you know. And so we got the crew here uh that'll that you know that'll handle that and if i can make a cameo i will guys but uh definitely we'll have some stories i'll send some crazy video i'm sure uh we'll have fun with this thing and 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 keep you guys posted on post-match preview for that match preview for new england latisse return maybe they're gonna hand him his ring before the game who knows uh but good times definitely good times oh and yes, with the ring ceremony coming up, be ready to be surprised at who's in town and who's not. I, I have a feeling that that a few of our few of our favorites that aren't with the team anymore will still be in the show. So that should be nice. Would it be a couple of players that are a little bit south of the border that aren't playing this weekend? One would hope. Can't confirm, but one would hope, right? Um, but we're you know from what I heard, it's it's the attempt is definitely I think there. Um, they're not sparing expense. It's going to be a good show, which is good. Which is good. All right, well, let, let you go. Let your boys go. Get home safely. You know, don't party too much because you've been a hard day at work, and we know you got a lot more to do over the next couple of days. So, thanks for jumping on, boys, and we'll definitely speak to you soon. All right, for sure, guys. Stay it's golden, golden Los Angeles. Stay golden, Los Angeles. <laughs> what a surprise that was seeing those those two boys pop on. <laughs> Oh, it was a great surprise, especially seeing the plane fly in the background with them making a cameo. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, you know, a <laughs> couple of DJs hanging outside the stadium. It's good to see that the helicopters do fly around the stadium to make sure that there's no DJs <laughs> hanging around too much. All right, now, excuse me. So, we're going through what's happening the day of the game. Now, a little bit more info on the game itself is the referees for the game. Now, you all know I love doing this, so if you don't like this a little bit, for the next five minutes, just tune out, but I've got to go through it. The head ref for the game is Joe Dickerson, who actually was the fourth official in our cup final last year. Our assistant referees are Ian Anderson, who was the who was the assistant referee in the cup final, and Chris Elliott. We also got Remy Toucan as the fourth official, Jose Carlos Rivero and Mike Kemprit up in the VAR booth back in Florida for us. Now, with Joe Dickerson, he's done 94 games with a 44.7% home win, 28.7% away wins, 26.6% draw, 27.1 fouls per game. He's a bit card happy. He likes doing, he's averaging 4.01 yellows and 0.2 reds a game. Now, obviously, our first game of the year, Portland's second game, he hasn't done one of our games yet this year, Joe Dickerson. He actually had last week off. But that being said, though, LAFC, all time, he's done eight LAFC games, four of them at home with a 50% win at home, 25% loss at home, 25% draw at home, averaging 1.7 points per game. For Portland, he's done eight games, three of them are away, 33.3% win, 0% loss, and 66.7% draw, averaging 1.6 points, 1.67 points per game for them. So with that going in there, he is actually... He's heavy on the cards, but he also doesn't favor home teams too much when it's us involved and Portland involved. 
as away teams. So that being said, we're hoping that it's actually going to be a fairly good refereed game. Uh, we've gone through who's Portland is missing out this game. LFC will be missing out this game. And that's really about it for today's episode. It's going to be a small one. We'll go back through and see some other reactions there are. Uh, we've got Dave coming in saying the remix is fire. Yes, it was. Uh, Myra Lopez is in. Elliot's black and gold, baby. Can't wait to be there. Can't wait to see you there. Well, the boys can't. We'll see you when we get over there. We've got Luke in the building. So excited for Saturday. We'll be my first time in North End. Season ticket holder since day one. But I'll finally be with the 3252. Have fun. You're going to be sore the next day. Um, make sure you hydrate. You know, being in the 3252, you jump a lot more. Your legs get sore. Your voice. Where we score goals, there's a lot of people that we're jumping on top of you, giving you hugs. People you never met before will be hugging you. It's an amazing atmosphere being in the North End. That is for sure. Good, David Day in the building. You hit the like button. Always appreciate you guys. Like, subscribe, follow us on all our socials. Happy to love you there. Uh, Jose will be there at 7 a.m. for the tailgate. Yes, it is an early game, so there'll be tailgating earlier. You know, get your mimosas going before the game. Just remember to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. That's one of the big things. Smalls Kenobi coming in. RIP Korean fried chicken. Yes, no salt sausage and all that. So, but you never know. The Huli Huli fried chicken might be a bit better. You got to try it. It's going to be 50% off, so you might as well try it. Uh, Wolf's in the building. Good evening. Good evening to you, Wolf. Jose, see you Saturday. Definitely. Tony complaining about the weather being cold in LA. When is it cold in LA? I can't remember once it's been cold in LA. Do you remember it being cold in LA, Araceli? It's never cold in LA. Even when it's snowing in Disneyland, it's never cold in LA. We all know that. Um, but yeah, Araceli, any final thoughts? Oh, my final thoughts are simple. Just how I said, you know, last weekend when we thought we were going to the Rose Bowl. Got to grab the soapbox for this real quick. If you're going out to the game, please make sure that you have a plan to arrive and leave safely. Whether that be taking the Metro, taking Uber or Lyft or calling a friend. Always plan ahead, be safe, and just watch out for each other. Definitely 100%. And to reiterate on that, you know, if you're going with a group of friends, make sure one's a designated driver, buy him all the soft drinks, buy him the food he wants, buy him Gatorades, Powerades, waters, whatever he wants. If someone is going to be driving you, make sure that they stay sober as well. That's a big thing. You, know, you don't want to drink and drive. We're all part of one big family here. You don't want to lose a family member just because someone's made a stupid mistake. Um, another thing I'd like to say, thank you everyone for joining us on this episode. Yes, it is a fairly short episode. You know, we didn't have much to talk about from our last game because our last game never happened. We've got a lot to look forward to for this game. Um, we might be doing a midweek game, a midweek podcast next week, maybe Sunday, Monday to preview, to look back at this game and preview our next game down in Costa Rica. 
If not, um, we'll also be trying to do our next podcast for the to talk about the Costa Rica game probably straight after the game. So maybe half hour after the game finishes, we'll try and get on here, talk about it, and preview our game against New England. You know, it's going to be quite thick and fast that we come up with the episodes. So having a short episode here isn't a bad thing. So to everyone there out there, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, be kind to each other. Call each other. You know, it's checking on your friends, checking on your family. Remember, it's okay. It's not to be okay. We're all here. We're all one look after each other. We all want to see you at the end of the season celebrating another MLS Cup. And Aeroselli, as we ran off this episode, thank you again for joining me on this. I know it's not a usual Joseph I'm here. I'm trying my best. I'm not as good as him, but yeah, I hope you, you did get there a really one day. good job. You're doing a great job. Don't worry about it. So our final word, Araceli. Stay golden. And from me to all of you in the Black and Gold family, to our whole pod family, stay golden. listening to the heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.